We are back, and a reminder, the tournament challenge is very much underway. We're just about 4.2 million brackets for the men's and women's challenge, and it's just getting started. Download the ESPN Tournament Challenge app and fill out your sheets of integrity starting right now. And with that, we bring you back on one of the most intense Mondays we've had in a long time. We are live from the seaport brought to you by Patron. Perfection starts with Patron. I'm not going to lie to you. I could use some. <laughs> uh, we got Graziano. We got Tanabam. We got, a, uh, we got, we got, exa- we got three hours on the head until free agency for all intents and purposes begins. Okay? It, it, it's Don't let them tell you that Wednesday is when it starts. All the business starts getting done today at noon Eastern time. And the world, and by the world I mean me, is eagerly awaiting a decision from Aaron Rodgers. Who spent some time with Brandon Marshall on the I Am Athlete show over the weekend, communicating a sense of urgency when it comes to deciding his NFL future. Here's Aaron. How was it meeting Woody Johnson? How was that meeting? Oh, that was, that was, you know, it's, it's always interesting meeting important figures in the sport. Um, yeah, it's always interesting. That's all I'm giving. I'm just there now. That's all I'm giving. Hey, Rock. Little bit of chemistry here. What we doing, A-Rod? Stay tuned. Stay tuned? How long we got to wait? Well, I think it won't be long. There's there's a time time limit. So I guess urgency in his world is, well, it won't be long. So that's that's how he sees urgency. So, Shefty, as the audience joins us here at the top of a new hour, what is the very latest as we count it down to the unofficial start of free agency today? Well, Greeny, I know that you and every single Jets fan and every member of the Jets organization is sitting on the edge of their chairs right now. But let's keep in mind some perspective here. It's 6 a.m. on the West Coast. The chances are that Aaron Rodgers is either sleeping or doing some morning yin-yang yoga, something to that effect. (laughs) So there is no decision as of just yet. Though certainly we're on the clock and we may need something here at some point because at noon today, all teams are eligible to begin negotiating with all the quarterbacks out there. So if you are the New York Jets and you are still waiting for an answer from Aaron Rodgers, you need to know whether or not you need to get Jimmy Garoppolo on the phone because Jimmy Garoppolo is leaving San Francisco. He's a free agent, and there will be other teams that are interested in his services, maybe Houston, maybe Las Vegas. And so if you're the Jets and you're not getting Aaron Rodgers and you didn't get Derek Carr, you need to be prepared to move on to the next target. In this case, it could well be Jimmy Garoppolo. But there's still hope that Aaron Rodgers will play for the Jets. And I think when you break down Aaron Rodgers' situation and his decision, his two primary options, two primary options are playing for the New York Jets or retiring. That doesn't mean that he couldn't go back to Green Bay or wind up on another team, but none of those options seems distinctly likely right now. On Friday, we heard the Packers president, Mark Murphy, use the past tense when talking about Aaron Rodgers' career in Green Bay. If Aaron Rodgers wanted to go back to Green Bay, which is a situation it doesn't sound like either side wants, then maybe Jordan Love would ask for a trade. It sounds like his two primary options are the Jets or retirement. And the problem is, is that this has been going on now for at least a week. And the Jets are waiting for an answer. And he has not told anybody in the organization just yet that he will play for them 
And if he does say, I will play for the Jets, it's not going to be hard to rework his contract and agree to compensation with the Green Bay Packers. If he does say, I want to play for the Jets, he's going to play for the Jets, and the deal is going to be worked and figured out. That's not going to be a problem. The problem is, is he going to play? And everybody's waiting. Last night was the Oscars. We don't want to get in the way of that. That's out of the way right now. Now we can move on with the business at hand, with the negotiating window opening at noon today, and get an answer from Aaron Rodgers. And I still think that there's optimism that he will come back. But the longer this goes on, the more you have to wonder, what is the delay? What is the wait? Why is there not an answer? And everybody at some point here needs to know. Well, perhaps uh, he is waiting because it sounds like knowing him, his favorite movie won the Oscar last night. He is truly everything, everywhere, all at once. All right, so we got Chefty with us. Oh, we have the, maybe the first ever six box wow, look at wow. working on Get Up this morning. Louis Riddick has made the uh, show this morning. And uh, if I remember my Brady Bunch correctly, he's in the Cindy spot, right? In the lower right-hand corner of your TV screen with Graziano and Tannenbaum and, and Shefty and Orlovsky with us this morning. Louis, we've not heard from you yet. Yeah. Um, if you're sitting in that building right now as one of the members of the front office of the New York Jets. You're waiting on a very unpredictable person. Tell me exactly what's going on right now and what is it you're doing about the problem? I'm sitting there like this probably. Okay? <laughs> yeah, I think that's And I'm going sitting on. here going, okay, so we're going all in on someone who right now doesn't even know if he wants to play football, let alone if he wants to play for us. And we're a football team that right now the expectation is with this transaction that we can be serious contenders, not only in the East, but the AFC overall. And then we're only probably going to, really going to be considered contenders for one year because next year we're probably going to have to revisit this same scenario again about what do we do about our franchise quarterback. And on top of it, we're sitting there thinking, okay, so once we get him signed, if we get him signed, if we get him in our building, what does this mean for when is he actually going to be here? So what does that mean for Garrett Wilson? What does that mean for Corey Davis? What does that mean for Brees Hall? What does that mean for this offensive line? What does it mean for the defense? What does it mean for the locker room overall? Is he going to exert his influence on this football team and help get us over the hump? Because, you know, we, I think we all know that football is about more than just what does that one individual player bring on the field. It's about what he brings off the field, too. So right now, I'm sitting there, quite honestly, I'm sitting there with my head in my hands going, oh, boy. <laughs> what have we gotten ourselves into? And quite honestly, what is our option if he says, I'm going to retire and I'm not going to play? What's our option then? That's the conversation Correct. I'm having with everyone. The one I'm most afraid of, actually, is what is my option? And Tannenbaum, I'll come to you on this because you've lived this. What is my option if he doesn't say anything at all? If, if, 12, Boy, if he tough. tells you he's retiring, at least you know something. It would be awful. Good point. Forget about we're, someone else is hosting. The, Graziano, you're sitting here tomorrow. I, I, no way in the world I'll be back. Whatever you need. But let's not worry about me for the moment <laughs> here. Uh, uh, it's the first time in my life I've ever said that. But, but anyway, <laughs> Tannenbaum, let me come back to you here. If, if he tells you he's retiring, at least you know something. If 12 right. o'clock today comes and he doesn't tell you anything, now what do you do? Yeah, I'm rolling. And, and Green, Lou just laid out the angst that's going on in that building. I have to keep going that I don't have Aaron Rodgers until I do. So 12 o'clock, I am on the phone with Jimmy Garoppolo's agent. I am pushing that deal as fast and as hard as possible. I want to know exactly what it's going to cost. Cash flow cap. And there's 8 million other things you have to do, like... Dan's mentioned, you know, Tremaine Edmonds, for example. You have to keep all those deals alive. And until Aaron Rodgers is a Jet, he's not. And as Adam laid out, something is holding it up. Maybe it's the Raiders. Maybe it's retirement. 
but I can't be the New York Jets greenie, as you well know, without Derek Carr, Aaron Rodgers, and Jimmy Garoppolo. So I'm going to keep moving mm. forward and assuming I don't have them until I do. All right, so so let's say Shefty is right and that Rodgers is doing yoga right now, Dan Orlovsky. You obviously are a yogi. I know how much you enjoy it, a little warrior too, um, a, a little shavasana, and then, and then you know, you say namaste, and now you make a decision. So tell me, uh, Orlovsky, what is your perspective on all of this? Yeah, one, uh, yoga's not challenging enough for me, and then two, I'm as flexible as a piece of plywood. So, um, <laughs> so it is challenging. Listen, li- no, it's not. Listen, <laughs> I-, I think that like Aaron is the guy that over the last year or two, because of Pat McAfee's show, has controlled the information about him, and controlled his own narrative. And this seems like a very similar situation where. It's going to come from Aaron Rodgers. And if you're the Jets, Mike T, I have a pushback and then a question. You mean to tell me that it's not worth being a little patient here for Aaron Rodgers? You mean to tell me we're we're rushing to get Jimmy Garoppolo done at noon just in case the patience doesn't pay off and Aaron Rodgers at 2 o'clock says or 4 o'clock says, hey, I'm coming? That's my pushback. My question is this. If you are the Jets general manager, Joe Douglas, are you talking to your own free agents, asking them to have a little bit of patience, saying, hey, give me a little time till I figure out what's going on with Rodgers in, in totality till we get to your step? Is that a conversation that is getting had? Yeah, Dan, you're making a great point. Just to clarify, I'm keeping all the deals open. I'm not finalizing Jimmy Garoppolo in as much as I'm making sure okay. I'm not excluded. That's subtle but important from this standpoint. I got to make sure that I have a lifeline there because I don't know the Aaron Rodgers timetable. And I'm telling all my free agents that were interested in you to what extent I don't know right now because I'm trying to figure out the biggest piece of the cap puzzle with Aaron Rodgers. So I'm trying to keep as many deals alive as possible because you just don't know how things are going to unfold. Just remember, a week ago, Derek Carr, who was a, a quarterback of interest to the New York Jets, signed with the Saints and the Jets did not put up a fight. They, they look at Aaron Rodgers as plan A on a different level than any of these guys. Sure. And they were okay losing out on Derek Carr for the chance to get Aaron Rodgers. And I think they probably view Jimmy Garoppolo the same way. They're thinking really, really big. Derek Carr signed with the Saints. They're gassing up the jet to go to Malibu and talk to Aaron Rodgers face-to-face. Like, that, that, they're all in on this. So, I don't think that if Garoppolo goes somewhere else at noon today while they're still waiting on a deal with Aaron Rodgers, that it's going to be the end of the world in that building. The difference is, though, guys, sitting in that seat, I get that, Dan, but it's one thing to lose Derek Carr to know that you still have plan B and C. It's another thing to be like, oh, gosh, now we lost Garoppolo. Like, yeah. Now, now we're, the stakes go up even higher. There are so many letters. I mean, there are only so many letters in the alphabet before we start getting to plans here <laughs> that we all saw last year. Lewis, go. There, there, there just seems to be – there's something that is going to come down that is going to blow this thing right out of the water for the Jets. I, I mean, that, I have Ooh. this feeling that something is going to happen where they're going to miss out on this guy and he's going to go somewhere else, whether that be to Las Vegas or it be he retires – and I'm telling you what, they're going to miss out on Jimmy Garoppolo, and they're going to have their rear end stuck with Zach Wilson again. And this season is going to – I'm telling you, I just have this bad feeling about this, man. Because, you, you know, if you want to go there, if you want to go there right now, and you know this team is dying to get you, dying to get you, and you are slow playing this like this, there's something else you've got working. There's something else you're sitting there going, well, you know what, unless I can't get something else to get, you know, to break my way, then I'll come with you. Because otherwise you'd go. I mean, look at everything that's sitting there in front of him, in front of him as far as the opportunity here with this football team, this roster, how impressionable it could be. I mean, th- this, is, this is strange to me. 
I, I have a feeling this is not going to end good for your Jets, Green. I just have that feeling. I hope it does end good. I have a feeling it's not going to. You can sit there and say this because you don't have to sit here and deal with Greeny in person. <laughs> like you're, you're sitting there in a different location, and he's going to be a wreck the whole rest of the day and because of the stuff you're saying. So thanks a lot, Lewis Riddick. Yeah. Now we got to clean up your mess. Yeah, have at it. <laughs> See, look at this. The guy's a mess. He's a, he's a, at it. You've, you've I'm, destroyed I'm, him. I'm vacating my box. <laughs> in, 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 an un, in an unprecedented move, I'm leaving my box behind. Shefty, final word from you. Can you do anything that will undo the damage that has just been done here? <laughs> well, you know, listen, if we go back over the course of a week, look, let's think about it this way. The Jets and Aaron Rodgers went on an elaborate date last Tuesday at his house in Los Angeles, spent a lot of time together, had a great time. Just think of all the times that you dated, Greeny, anybody else has dated. If you had a great date on Tuesday and then didn't hear from the person you went out with in almost a week, you'd begin to wonder what the hell is going on, right? So I think that's fair to wonder. And I think when last week started, there were people around Aaron Rodgers who felt like retirement was the likely course of action. When he went to meet with the New York Jets, that said, well, they're going to have a chance to pitch to him, recruit him convince him to come to New York, and maybe they can do that. And clearly they gave him enough to think about that retirement was on the table, but now playing for the Jets also is on the table. And over the course of the week, it's gone back and forth. Ultimately, we need to hear from 12 about what he wants to do. All right. (laughs) So let's pause briefly on that thought. I'm going to have to get myself together. Yeah. And then we will come back with a lot of other news out there. But this is starting, I I hate to say this, but I'm starting to agree with Lewis. This is going a direction that I don't think anybody particularly likes. All right, let us us do some deep breathing and and some sun salutations. And then we will see how we're feeling in just a moment as we continue off a weekend of enormous trades, which is what we did indeed have. First of all, the Bears giving Justin Fields exactly what he needs. Is he about to make a jump kind of like Jalen? Hurts this year. We'll analyze his future. Plus, the Dolphins making a huge deal. There's another move they made that has us scratching our heads. Are they now the team to beat in the AFC? We're talking about it. It's Get Up on ESPN. Dell Tech Fest starts now. To thank you for 40 unforgettable years, Dell Technologies is celebrating with anniversary savings on their most popular tech. For a limited time only, save on select next-gen PCs like the XPS 13 Plus, where you can make the everyday easier with Windows 11. Unleash more possibilities with cutting-edge systems, their most advanced features, and great prices. Plus, curate your dream setup with deals on select monitors, mice, and more must-have electronics and accessories. When you shop online at dell.com deals, you'll have access to state-of-the-art technology to match your forward-thinking spirit and free shipping on everything. Anniversary savings await you for a limited time only at dell.com slash deals that's dell.com slash deals delicious meat nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts out there each one ounce serving has six grams of protein giving you over 10 percent of your daily value wonderful pistachios also come in a variety of flavors and sizes perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go and you're on the go a lot taking the kids to school, hopping from meeting to meeting, shopping for groceries. Well, the good news is, not only are wonderful pistachios a complete protein, providing 
all nine essential amino acids, they're also great for all your adventures. So whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut, or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Come on, get up. Back on Get Up. Graziano, let's run the hurry up. Jalen Ramsey has a new team. We will get to that, but we'll start with Lamar Jackson. Yeah, Lamar Jackson is still, still waiting to see what kind of market takes shape here after the Ravens franchised him last week. Other teams can make offers starting at 4 p.m. Eastern on Wednesday. They can't do it today because he has no agent. Um, but uh, we'll see what happens. I, I think what's going to happen here is teams will be interested, but they'll want to talk to the Ravens about a potential trade as opposed to firing off offer sheets. But Lamar's market still yet to form. Odell Beckham Jr. had a workout for NFL teams in Arizona on Friday. Several teams were there. I've spoken with officials from a couple of teams that did attend the workout. He was impressive. They liked what they saw. I think if there's one criticism, it's just uh, overall in general, maybe just needs to get in a little bit better shape, but that's understandable. I'm certainly not one to judge uh, in terms of that, but they felt like the knee looked good. Things were explosive, and I wouldn't be surprised to see him sign somewhere here in the coming weeks. And Jalen Ramsey on the move, being traded as of Wednesday. This trade's agreed to be official Wednesday from the Rams to the Miami Dolphins. This is a salary dump move for the Rams, uh, who are kind of entering sort of a sort of a rebuilding mode. I don't think they're going to be dumping all their high-priced pieces, but this is one uh, that it made sense to move on from the Dolphins willing to pay him. The Rams were not, and now he makes Miami that much stronger. He does. I mean, this is a consequential move in every conceivable way. The Dolphins have become the going-for-it team in the NFL right now, right? Sure. And they're almost the same way the Rams were before them. Yeah. They trade yeah. for Bradley Chubb last year. They trade for Jalen Ramsey now. By the way, they informed Tua Tungavailoa that they plan to pick up his fifth-year option, which to this point they have not. But so it looks like they've got their quarterback in place. Lewis Riddick, as we sit back and analyze, you know, sort of contemplate the best teams in the AFC, should the Dolphins be right up there at the top? There's no question about it. If they have all their players healthy and everybody's on the field, there's absolutely no question about it. I think we saw in the playoffs and we saw down the stretch here that they were very, very thin in the secondary as far as playmakers were concerned. And they needed some help. They needed reinforcements. They needed a movable chess piece to go along with some of the other real fine weapons that they have on that side of the ball in the secondary. Think about Jalen Ramsey and Javon Holland, two of the most dynamic athletes to play in the back end and movable chess pieces. And think about this too now. Jalen Ramsey's going to hit the ground running down there because Vic Fangio, guess who he tutored? 
he tutored Brandon Staley. What did Brandon Staley do with Jalen Ramsey when he had him at L.A.? He moved him into the star position. All of a sudden, the star, the nickel, the guy who plays the fifth defensive back uh, position in sub, became the buzzword all through the NFL. And that was because of the way that Brandon Staley deployed Jalen Ramsey. Think of, what do you think Vic's going to do with this guy? What do you think this defense is going to look like now, especially if he can get the defensive front and the pass rush to really ramp it up? Bradley Chubb has to ramp it up. Jalen Phillips has to take another step. And they look, when you, when you put this all together, and if on offense, uh, you know, Tua can stay healthy, and we know that that is a big question, I get that. This team is ready to rock and roll. This team is ready to rock and roll and make some noise in the AFC. No question about it. I agree. Orlovsky, let's talk here. This is a team that playing with its third-string quarterback, Skylar Thompson, lost by a field goal on the road in the playoff game at Buffalo. I mean, if Tua is healthy, and with him we know that's a very big if, this feels like a very dangerous team. There's no doubt about it. There's two AFC elite teams. Elite, you got to go chase them down. Kansas City, the Super Bowl champion, and then Cincinnati. We know those two teams are going to be great this year again as we sit here early March. And then there's this group of teams that is really, really, really good. Miami is in that group. It's Miami. It's Buffalo. Um, it's the Los Angeles Chargers. It's probably going to be Jacksonville this year. There might be another team or two in that conversation as well. Baltimore if they keep Lamar. So now we're looking at a roster that has weapons on the outside. They have a quarterback that played tremendous football last year when he was healthy. He's got to stay healthy. And they got a defense that can hunt. If every, to Lewis's point, if everyone hangs around, is it able to play? I don't even care about September that much. Is healthiest in December and January, this is a team that could be AFC title contenders. And then we're having a conversation of can they go on a playoff and or Super Bowl run? They got to run the football a little bit better. But this is a really good roster. You know, I, I think. Yeah. Go ahead, Lewis. No, I was going to say, I, I think that's probably the number one point, just from the way in which they manage football games, that yeah. really needs to be watched this year. When Mike McDaniel, I'm not saying, look, he has to run the ball 30 times a game. Right. I'm saying when he strategically and smartly runs the football, this offense is virtually unstoppable. Yep. It's unstoppable. Simple and, as that. And- and we talked about the Rams. They had that philosophy, trading away the picks and all that, and they've done it here. They lost one of the picks with that, right. the Tom Brady stuff last year, but they trade away a pick for Chubb, and they trade away these picks now for Jalen Ramsey. That is sort of the new NFL, yes? Absolutely, and they're clearly in the go-for-it mode right now, Greeny, uh, not having a, you know given up their first couple of picks this year. The big key, again, is going to be Tua. Tua's only played 71% of the snaps since he's been a starter. You know, Most stars are well over 90%, so... The offensive line is going to have to be more consistent. Mike McDaniel's done a great job with Tua in terms of getting the ball out of his hands. But even going back to Alabama, the biggest question about Tua is durability. And that ultimately could be what separates Miami from the powers of the AFC. And, and so while there was the reporting that they've told him, Dan Graziano, that they are going to, or they plan to pick up his fifth-year option, for what it's worth, you're telling us they have not officially done so yet. Right. And whatever paperwork is required has not been filed. Yeah, it, that's true. Th- that... It w- let's put it this way. If that story wasn't out there, I think we'd be having a lot of conversations about watching the quarterback situation closely in Miami. Which may be part of the reason that story's out there, right. Greeny. Because I think the Dolphins have tried to send the message over the past year. Plus, we are committed to Tua Tungvaloa. He is our guy. Their actions have backed that up. I mean, that, truthfully. So, we'll see. I mean, there, there's a lot of doubt around the league about that. There are people that still think Tom Brady will come out of retirement and play there. Uh, that's outside speculation. It's not, you know, 
We, we, we now have no information from Brady's end that he would consider that at this point. But, yeah, I think the Tua piece is the big question mark in Miami. Is he a good enough player? Can he stay healthy enough to deliver on the promise of the rest of that roster? Yeah, Brady says he's busy raising a kitten. Right. Uh, and, That's, uh, I don't buy that because the cat is easy. Like they, 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 they're pretty, they're pretty self, <laughs> self-sufficient yeah. even at a young age. If you so. have a dog, that requires That's a little. A lot. You got to walk in. Yeah. Walk yeah. There. The cat you can kind of leave there. Yeah. Uh, I don't frankly, think that's a great excuse. My experience with cats, yeah. they prefer it that way. Uh, <laughs> as we continue, will it be a field of dreams in Chicago? Did the Bears make the right decision trading out of number one? So much to get into on one of the biggest days of the football year. Stay close. Get up on ESPN. Shopping for Mother's Day is usually a challenge because you wait until the last minute. But Macy's Gift Finder makes it incredibly fast and easy to find the right gift just in time for Mother's Day. Whether you're shopping for your sister's first Mother's Day or your fashionista mom who loves to make a statement, Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas that you can easily pick out something special to celebrate them both. You can shop by price, anywhere from 25 bucks and under to 100 bucks and under. You can also sort by category like fragrance, handbags, and more, or gift lists, like for the mom who has everything, pre-wrapped gifts or gifts for grandma. Find top brands like Studio Pro Model Beats headphones, Polaroid cameras, and Samsung smart TVs. So what are you waiting for? Mother's Day is May 12th. It'll be here before you know it. Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. Head to Macy's.com slash gift finder today. That's Macy's.com slash gift finder. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the Launch Your Online Shop stage to the First Real Life Store stage, all the way to the Did We Just Hit a Million Orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. You're watching the ESPN Tournament Challenge Marathon. Download the Tournament Challenge app and fill out your men's and women's brackets now. You'll hear from Seth Greenberg and Rebecca Lobo shortly on your brackets. Meanwhile, one of the big stories of the NFL weekend, the Bears have traded out of number one overall in this draft. They get a bushel of picks from Carolina, and they get that man, wide receiver DJ Moore, who a lot of the Bears fans I know are most excited about of everything in this trade. The Bears have desperately needed help at wide receiver, and Moore comes in as a legit number one guy. They also get two ones and two twos. Moore should help a receiver group that ranked near the bottom of the league in most categories this past season. So we've not heard from Shefty or Lewis on this trade as we continue with the new and popular six box here (laughs) on Get Up. Shefty, I'll start with you. It's a a big deal here and a big decision the Bears have made. What's the insight? Well, there's a few things to keep in mind here, Greeny. We have a situation where it's the third time this century that the number one overall pick has been traded. The other picks went for Jared Goff, Michael Vick. We have Chicago had multiple trade offers here. There are multiple teams trying to get up to number one. In the end, ultimately, it takes the offer from the Carolina Panthers, which coincidentally 
takes the Carolina Panthers out of play as a potential candidate for Lamar Jackson if the Panthers even were a candidate for them. And the Chicago Bears go into free agency today with about $90 million worth of salary cap space. They'll be linked to a lot of different players, and obviously they're sticking with Justin Fields. And I think they put themselves in a situation much like the Eagles last year where the Eagles stockpile all these extra picks. They think they have their quarterback. They want Justin Fields to be their quarterback, just like the Eagles wanted and hoped that Jalen Hurts would be their quarterback. But in the end, ultimately, Jalen Hurts proved to be an MVP-type player, and the Bears are hoping that Justin Fields makes the same jump this year. All right, that's a really good assessment of the situation. Let the record show that the Eagles' hopes led them to a Super Bowl appearance last year. The Bears fans would certainly love to see a similar outcome for their team. Lewis, how did you like the trade? I loved it. I absolutely loved it. I thought this is exactly what Ryan Poles probably had in mind all along. See who, what was the most that I could get, and then really, quite honestly, follow the blueprint that has already been laid out before him in terms of these other teams, namely, namely you know, like the Eagles and like what other teams have done for their young quarterbacks because there's no way you can make a fair assessment about Justin Fields in his first two years given the turmoil in terms of the people who were in his ear and the lack of weaponry and support that he's had around him. There's just no way you can assess him. I still say this, the number one thing going into this offseason – to manage and to watch and to watch grow is the relationship between Justin and Luke Getzey, the offensive coordinator. From there, obviously Ryan Poles has to go to work. Now he has got a number one wide receiver. Now they need to make sure that the offensive line is is intact. Now they also, from a complimentary perspective, Greeny, have to address this defense. They have to be able to play complimentary football and get the ball back so this guy has more cracks at it and has more opportunities to go out and do his work, which means you better improve the, the interior, go after a guy like Javon Hargrave. You better get somebody who can rush the passer off the edge. You better get another playmaker in the secondary, particularly at corner. They have the, they have the cash stockpile to do it, and they have the draft capital to do it as well. This is going to be a fun season to be a Chicago Bears fan. I, I agree completely. I think a lot of the fans that I know, including the one I'm married to, were very excited about the whole thing. Now, Orlovsky, I come to you because you made a pretty strong statement about what you think Justin Fields, the jump he's capable of making over the next year or two. Yeah, he'll be in the MVP conversation. I mean, Ju- Justin Fields accounted for 25 touchdowns last year with the worst situation in football. And I laterally compared it to Jalen Hurts in Philly, also Josh Allen in Buffalo. Both those guys made that quote-unquote third-year jump. Justin has been a better player in his first two years in the NFL than both Jalen and Josh were, with way less help than those two young players had. And don't forget, two years ago, Cincinnati went from a first pick overall taking Joe Burrow to the Super Bowl. Jacksonville last year went from first pick overall to the second round of the playoffs. It can happen. If you get the right pieces around the right quarterback, and I think Justin is that in Chicago, it can happen. I said this last year. If he played good football, he'd be in the MVP conversation because of what was around him. Now that it is, they got to get two offensive line starters this offseason. Let me, mm-hmm. let me put that up. If they do that, Justin Fields is in the MVP conversation. He's going to play good. And then a quick note, Mike T, you said to me earlier today, the other piece of this is you assume Carolina is going to start over with a rookie quarterback, and that usually means, it doesn't have to, but it usually means the pick that you trade for winds up being a good one. That's right. The other part of this trade that I like a lot is it's Justin Fields' insurance. I mean, Dan hasn't won the MVP. I'm surprised it's not I didn't the say Hall winning it. I didn't say winning but it. I didn't say winning that it. Said, I'll be in the conversation. Ryan Poles, Ryan Poles actually did the responsible thing, which is if it doesn't work out for Justin Fields, they have two ones next year. And Greeny, typically, if it's C.J. Stroud or Bryce Young, 
you would think Carolina would struggle. That should be a high one. So if it's Caleb Williams or somebody else next year, that's the part about this trade I really like. Graz, fill in the blanks. Yeah, you talk about the Eagles comparison. The Eagles did that last year, right? It sounds silly to say after the year Jalen Hurts had, but they added a first-round pick, an extra first-round pick this year in case they had to make that decision. So that's a good point. The other thing is D.J. Moore was a critical, my understanding, a critical piece of this trade to the point where there were other teams in on this that had better picks. The, the Las Vegas Raiders, I'm told, were in serious discussions with the Bears about this, about this number one pick, had a similar offer on the table, but didn't really have a DJ Moore type to put into the deal. Uh, and therefore, the Bears moved back and get the nine pick instead sure of what do. would have been the seven. So when, not that they wanted to move, Dan. That's my point, right? Like that, they didn't. Not somebody they wanted to put into the deal. So that's not why they, they don't have him. They don't have the pick, and the Panthers do. So DJ Moore, they do think that they need to get better at receiver around Justin Fields. Obviously, that's correct. Their their roster might not be in the same kind of shape the Eagles' roster was when they got AJ Brown but they have time and they have cap space to help with that. So we have all of that on the table, and I'll make one very quick admission, and that is despite the fact that I have both Shefty and Graziano in this conversation, I am constantly refreshing my Twitter feed to see if either of you okay. has tweeted something about Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> so feel free to jump in, Shefty, if you have anything at all at any point. In the, last, in the last hour, I've had six Jets fans text me for an update, okay? It's like people think that they're just waiting for every single word from Aaron Rodgers. It's going to come soon enough. Everybody, R-E-L-A-X. Oh, go. Good job, Chef D. We're long since past that. All right, I got Seth Greenberg <laughs> waiting. Stand by. We have much more football as we go. But, oh, it was Selection it's Sunday nice yesterday. Terrible. And you can fill out your bracket right now with the ESPN Tournament Challenge. More than 4 million, 4.3 million brackets have already been created. Download the ESPN Tournament Challenge app to fill out your men's and women's brackets right now. And as promised, my Uncle Seth, Seth Greenberg, no relation, is ready to go to break down your brackets as you fill out your sheet of integrity. Seth, what one seed are we most confident in as this dance gets underway? It's Alabama. I call them Noah's Ark. They have two of everything. They also have the best NBA prospect in college basketball, Brandon Miller, 6'8", guard, knocks down the three, gets to the lane. He's a matchup problem. Their top 20 offensive defensive efficiency, they run you off the three-point line, and they protect the rim. They are a bad group of dudes. And then how about the other side, the most vulnerable one or two seed early in this dance? Yeah, I think it's Purdue. And, you know, we joke about Zach Eady, but you know what? You got Duke in their bracket. And Duke is a team over the last nine games holding their opponents to 39% for the field. How do you become a great defensive team? You run people off the three-point line and you protect the rim. They do both. And then offensively, Kyle Filipowski is an absolute matchup nightmare. I really like this Duke team over Purdue in a Sweet 16. All right, so then that leads me to this. Give me a dark horse five seed or greater that you could see making it to the Final Four. Yeah, when you think about a dark horse, you look at this Duke basketball team. Duke is not a five seed. Probably a four, maybe even a three. But it's a Duke team. Their guard play is elite. They have the ability to defend. Filipowski is a matchup problem, and Derek Lively absolutely blocks out the sun. Duke's playing their best basketball. They've won nine in a row. And you know what? This is Duke team that is poised to make a deep run and maybe a championship run in the NCAA tournament. Yeah, this, we usually call those Cinderellas. It's impossible to call Duke a Cinderella regardless him. of any of that. So, so everyone is sitting and waiting, and they're starting to fill out their brackets. Who do we have in the Final Four, and who cuts down the nets? 
oh, I've got Alabama cutting down the nets. And I've got, you know, it's an interesting Final Four to me, but I've got this Duke team getting to the Final Four. I've got Alabama, who I think is the most talented team in college basketball, Texas. An elite, elite backcourt. Timmy Allen will come back, complemented by a terrific defense and depth and six seniors. And then Connecticut, a team that can dominate you in the paint. They can dominate you on the glass. Jordan Hawkins is an elite three-point shooter. If their point guard play holds up, this is a UConn team that goes back to the Final Four, but Alabama is just better than everyone else. They're the deepest, most athletic team, and they've got the best college player in college basketball, and that is Brandon Miller. Yeah, there is no chalk, or very little chalk, on that sheet, which I think is reflective of just how even uh, the tournament feels as though it is as we get started. Uncle Seth, thank you. We will see you on the road to the Final Four. In the meantime, the women's NCAA tournament field also revealed last night an unbeaten South Carolina is the top overall seed. Certainly no surprise there. By far the best team in the country, defending champs. And our Rebecca Lobo says they're going to be a very tough out when the tournament begins. As long as this team stays healthy and plays their best basketball, I don't see them getting beat. They have all the ingredients that you need. Not only do they have dominance at every starting position, they have an incredibly deep bench this year. They have the experience of winning the national championship a year ago. This senior class has been to two Final Fours. If this team stays healthy, if this team plays to the best of their ability every game, I just don't see them getting beaten. And neither does Las Vegas. They're a minus 180 favorite to win the title at Caesars. The next closest team is plus 800. South Carolina could become just the fourth ever program to win back-to-back titles. They could be the first unbeaten champ since UConn in 2016. So ESPN Tournament Challenge men's and women's brackets are open. Scan the QR code to download the app, then create a group, invite your friends, fill out your brackets, get ready for the madness with the number one bracket game. The men's game closes Thursday noon Eastern, women's game Friday morning 11.30 Eastern. Get your Sheets of Integrity ready this March. Coming up, it's D-Day for A.A. Ron. Now or never, Aaron, for the Jets or whatever the decision might be. We have up to the second latest in just a moment. Plus, it is time for Sneaky Hembo. All right, Graziano. Aaron Rodgers is a four-time MVP. No Jet has ever won MVP. Who is the last Jets player to receive a vote? The answer is next. Get up on ESPN. You're watching the ESPN Tournament Challenge Marathon. Download the Tournament Challenge app and fill out your men's and women's brackets now. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news! Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Part of the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. 
We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. All right, here we go for Graziano. So Aaron Rodgers is a four-time MVP. He might be a Jet soon. No Jet has ever won the MVP. In fact, who was the last player who was a Jet to receive an, even a single MVP vote? The key thing people have to understand about the MVP voting is for years, it wasn't a ballot. You just sent in one name. Right. This year, they changed it, and you sent in, what, a top five, ten, whatever it was. So receive an MVP vote meant that someone thought they were the Best player in the whole league. The Correct. MVP of the whole league. Right. Not second or third or whatever. So, I don't think that was Testaverde. I, you know, I don't think that was Brett Farr. I, I, I got to go all the way back if I'm guessing and guess Namath. I just, it's the only one that makes sense to Joe me. Joe Namath. That's, That's my guess. right. It's oh, correct. It yeah. is Namath. That is so good. Joe Namath, uh, he received four MVP votes yeah. in 1972. He was tied for third in the Hembo's voting. upset. We've lost Hembo. He should be. That was a tough question. It was. It was a that good guess. A it was a very guess. Good. That's one of the very Educated few times. Educated guess. One of the few times that Joe Namath is not an obvious answer but he's, to he's a Jets But he's still question. the only 4,000-yard passer they've ever had, right? So, uh-huh. like... Yeah I, yeah. I, yeah, I actually right? think that, that Ryan Fitzpatrick, whatever, doesn't make any difference. Uh, Graz 9, Hembo 4, I wasn't well going to guess done. Fitzpatrick. Let's hope Rodgers winds up getting one of these votes at some point soon, because that's our top story of the day. We are still eagerly awaiting a resolution on the situation with an Aaron Rodgers, Rodgers trade. The Packers president, Mark Murphy, was asked about Rodgers' time in Green Bay this weekend, and listen as he talks about Aaron in the past tense. Very few players play for only one team, uh, and you know, obviously, Brett had a great career. Aaron had a great career here, and uh, regardless of what happens, Aaron will be in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. He'll be in our Hall of Fame, and we'll bring him back. He'll retire his number. But this is just one of the things that you go through as a team, and you know, again, we want to try to achieve something that's good for both uh, Aaron and us. So, I mean, you know, because this is what we do. We parse every single word and we parse that hard. Parse the tense. No, no. I I don't think there's any question the Packers are ready to move on, right? I mean, but the one question that I guess does exist, and Lewis, I've not yet asked it to you. Is there any chance that's a mistake? I mean, the Packers are a good team when the season, as the season went along last year and their young receivers got better in a a down NFC and a very questionable NFC North. You're handing the ball to Jordan Love, who is a completely unproven commodity. Is there any chance the Packers are going to be making a huge mistake trading away Aaron Rodgers, Lewis Riddick? Well, sure, there's always, a, there's always a chance that that's a mistake because we just don't know over the course of a 17-game season how Jordan Love will handle this responsibility uh, as far as being the, the face of the franchise and being someone who's going to be entrusted with everyone else's well-being, that being, you know, being that he plays quarterback. But I think what this is also showing you, too, is that this game is not just played on paper. It's just not just played on, a, on your phone screen or your iPad screen when you're just making you know, uh, transactions on your fantasy football team. There are egos involved here. There are relationships involved here. There is fatigue, relationship fatigue that clearly is involved here. Mark Murphy looked like someone who was just like, let's just get this over with. Let's just turn the page. I want to have some certainty in the offseason because just like the stock market, 
Football teams hate uncertainty because it throw it kind of pushes back every other subsequent decision that you have to make at this time of year when you don't know what the primary guy is going to do and whether or not he even wants to play for your football team. And you don't know whether or not from a locker room and chemistry standpoint if he is good for your football team. That has nothing to do with how talented Aaron Rodgers is or the fact that he'll be a first ballot Hall of Famer. Those are all the kind of things that can make what look like a simple football decision not very simple and can turn people the other way and go, let's just move on from here. And that's where they that's the point they have reached with him. Let's just move on from here. And it may very well be a mistake. We'll see. But clearly, they've had enough. And, and so if that's the case, then it isn't a mistake, I guess, on some level, no matter what happens. You know, Orlovsky, and Mike Tannenbaum just brought it up to me uh, during a break here, and it's an interesting question. And you're a former player, of course. Um, you know, when you have to talk a guy out of retirement, which it's sort of – what was it, Bill Parcells who said that to you? Yeah. What, yeah. When you're talking about retirement, retiring, you are retired. Yeah, and, 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 you know, you got to talk a guy out of retiring. He seems to be – it's this hard of a decision to come back and continue to play. Um, do, would, would that worry you if you were the Jets and you're putting all your eggs in this basket? <laughs> would that be of concern to you right now that maybe on some level his heart isn't all the way in it? Of course. There's a ton of this situation that if I was the Jets, I was worried about. But I've said this from the jump. They are in a very difficult situation. They have a playoff caliber roster. Their quarterback play last year was arguably the worst in the NFL. And they're uh, in a situation with a head coach that likely needs to win. That's why, from the start, many of us had said they had to swing and had to swing big. Because of what the situation is. And there wasn't a ton of options with it. So I would be concerned with that. I'd be concerned with what his offseason was going to look like. I'd be concerned with how my locker room was going to react. I'd be concerned with what kind of roster I could have given what his salary is if it doesn't change at $58 million. I'd be concerned with a lot of it. But you got to roll the dice if you're the Jets. That's, that's just the reality is they rolled the dice with Zach Wilson and it didn't work out. And they have to roll it again you know, because your alternative option is to likely sit in mediocrity. And that's right, not going to keep your job. If I'm the Jets, i got to create a deadline here at some point because I sure. can't keep losing out. I lost it on Derek Carr. I yep. don't want to lose out on Jimmy Garoppolo if I can avoid it. So I'm actually – if I'm in the Jets building 30 miles down the road in Florham Park and I'm Joe Douglas, I'm sitting there with Woody Johnson and Robert Sala, and I'm saying, hey, fellas, if we don't know by Wednesday at noon, we're pulling our offer from the Packers and Rodgers. We're going to let them know that today. Because we, like Dan, to your point, how badly they play at the quarterback position, they have a responsibility to improve it. And you just can't sit there and let him just sort of twist in the wind yep. for the rest of the week. Too many things are going on. Sure. Dan G mentioned, you know, some other players they could be interested in. So, to me, there has to be a sense of urgency created by the Jets. I'm running out of time. Final yeah, word. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're, Dano said they want to swing big, right? Like, they let Derek Carr go because they're, they're taking this big swing. I yeah. don't think they're about to pull the offer to go with Jimmy Garoppolo. That's not a big swing. That's a bunt. Mm. And, and I don't think the Jets are interested in bunting here. No, but you also don't want to strike out, to use one more baseball analogy, you and you're a little worried strike out. that you might. We'll find out. All right, awesome conversation. Again, I'll keep watching all this tick, 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 tick. Meanwhile, the football continued, and football was back in St. Louis yesterday. Think these fans were excited? 38,000 to watch the XFL yesterday. Final seconds, first half, Battle Hawks and Renegades. Battle Hawks is second and seven, and that's A.J. McCarron, McCarron to Darius Shepard. And the Battlehawks going to halftime up 11-3. Now we're in the third. Same score. Battlehawks red zone. Brian Hill 
Takes it in 17-3. Fourth quarter at 17 to 11. First and 10. McCarron again. This time it's Hakeem Butler. Watch a nice catch. McCarron 214 yards, two touchdowns. Battlehawks win it. 24 to 11. Meanwhile, I want to make sure you're aware of this. Very cool. Tomorrow night, Capitals and Rangers on ESPN. First ever real-time animated version of an NFL game using NHL edge positioning data to track the puck and players. You'll see play as it's happening from the characters from the Disney animated show Big City Greens skating alongside animated versions of the NHL players. Coverage begins 7 Eastern on the Disney Channel, Disney Plus, Disney XD, and ESPN+. All right, as we roll on here, much more on Aaron Rodgers. And first take, we'll have that conversation as well. Is it a mistake for Rodgers to go to the AFC? Did the Panthers miss out on an opportunity? First take, Molly, Stephen A. and company, top of the hour on ESPN.